talent worth knowing about. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. We're back here from the Crawley Center and getting ready for some basketball action. We'll, we'll take a quick minute to thank our sponsors on Jeff 92. Well, first of all, this sports broadcast on Jeff 92 is made possible through generous financial help from the Jefferson Athletic School Department with assistance from the following individuals, businesses, and organizations. Senator Ron Alting, Allure Dental, Club Newtone, the Golden Broncos, the Jeff Athletic Boosters, State Farm Group, Kirby Risk, Purdue Federal Credit Union, Franciscan Physician Network, Lafayette Orthopedic Clinic, the Mitchell Agency, Mayor Roswarski Murray Team, Hot Box Pizza, Representative Sheila Klinker, the Athlete, Phillies, and Ivy Tech Community College, and Jeff Benny Thanksgiving for their support. Well, getting ready for some basketball action. So, uh, Mr. Graves, you've got the starters there for us. Can you uh, give us those for a minute? Yeah, we've got uh, our, we're back at full strength, first of all. Everybody yep. who tuned in on Senior Night was here at the game. Starting off for us, uh, obviously, we've got Maximus Grimes uh, running the point, really kind of like a four-guard lineup. Maximus yeah. Grimes, Morell Jordan, Avery Beaver, Zaire Williams, kind of that four-guard rotation all getting the start uh, with the big fella down low, senior 6'4", James Burns. Uh, on the flip side for Kokomo, uh, they're starting four seniors and a sophomore. Sophomore Jeremy Baker, and then their seniors are Trajan Decker, Anthony Bernard, Kyle Wade, and Nate Hemrick starting off for the Wildcats. Uh, Christian, before we went to break, you brought up the regular season showdown. Obviously, yep. it was at Kokomo, but it was a thriller. Yeah, so it should be a good one in this one, too. And uh, looking at Kokomo's stats, um, I realized that really Kokomo has two guys that carry the load offensively, and that's Anthony Bernard and Trajan Deckard. And uh, uh, Bernard averages 19.3 points per game, the 6'6 center, and then Trajan Deckard averages 16.8. So that's about 36 points a game and two guys. So really, those are two guys that the Broncos are really going to have to watch offensively, and uh, especially um, Deckard, or I'm sorry, Bernard down low, um, the big guy. That's going to be a tough matchup, and James Burns going to have to deal with him defensively. But the Broncos actually going to have to watch really Deckard even more because he can light it up from three. He's 46 of 103, 43% from three-point land. So uh, Deckard can, you know, you cannot let him loose at all. Or, or those are going to be three-pointers falling down. Yeah, it doesn't matter what level of basketball you're playing. 43% from beyond the arc is a good mm-hmm. percentage. Uh, on the flip side, though, Christian, uh, I would argue almost that if you've got two main guys, it's easier to prepare for. Obviously, our coaching yeah. staff has been watching a ton of film leading up to this Tuesday night matchup here in sectional. But on the flip side, our Broncos, I mean, it's almost a coin toss uh, or roll of the dice, really, because mm-hmm. you could have five or six guys who could lead us in scoring any night. Yep. Obviously, Maximus is kind of a pass-first defensive point guard. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, any given night, you could have James leading the way, Morrell, Avery, Zaire. And, obviously, don't forget off the bench, Alex Cotton. He can, come in, sure. and, he can come in and hit four or five threes in a row. So, when you're looking at this Broncos team, uh, in years past, I think, everybody kind of knew if you stopped one guy, yeah, you were going to be successful. Now, I would argue kind of the resurgence and the good season the Broncos are having, 
part of that is Morrell usually leads the way, but if you stop Morrell, you're not going to stop him with one guy. And Morrell's smart enough to not force it. If you're coming over with help, you're going to leave Avery open. You're going to leave Zaire open. You're going to leave Alex open. And if one of those or two of those guys can hit some open jump shots, the Broncos are going to be in great shape. And obviously, you know, it, it's a neutral field, but it's still home court advantage yeah. on a Tuesday yeah. because it's a Tuesday and nobody plays on Tuesdays until sectional. But only one of these teams had to get on a bus for a 45, 55 That's minutes. True. And I don't, I don't care who you are. Sitting on a bus on a Tuesday with all of that nervous energy is not the same nope. as eating as eating in the PE classroom at your home court. That's for sure. So, as you said, a great advantage for the Broncos to host this sectional. And uh, that's what happens when you've got a gym like the College Center that seats 7,200 people. So, uh, not that many here at 6 o'clock on a Tuesday, but there will be Friday and Saturday for sure. Yep. And Kokomo wins the tip. And they got it up top. Now they swing it to the side to Hemerick. Now up top to Kyle, or I'm sorry, Bernard, inside to Kyle Wade. Now they swing it back out top. That's Hemerick. Now Bernard up top. They swing it to the right side. Baker, Baker drives, jump shots, puts it up, and they're going to call it travel. So a turnover on the first possession for the Kokomo Wildcats. Took me a minute to figure out what we were doing defensively. You mentioned Trajan Deckard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morell's on Trajan Deckard, and then the other Broncos were playing almost like a, a, a four-man box zone. So yeah. a, a defense we haven't seen really this year. So here's Beaver up top, shoots the three, and it rims out. So James Burns chased down the rebound but had it knocked away by the Wildcats, and Baker brings it the other way. Baker drives, kicks to Bernard up top. Hemrick, who misses the three. Burns can't quite bring in the rebound, and Kyle Wade gets the rebound, offensive rebound, and the putback for the Wildcats to get them on the board. Yeah, James a little over aggressive there on the shot block. Left the guy wide open in the lane for the rebound. Burns up top, swings with the Beaver, now drives on the left, right side, swings the left side. Jordan. Too long on the three rebound Baker for the Wildcats. Two good looks from three offensively for the Broncos. You got to keep shooting them if you're open. Bernard up top swings it in the corner to Baker inside. Kyle Wade puts it up. No good. Too strong rebound. Grimes. Grimes pushes it quickly the other way. He dumps it off and Burns goes up for the lay-in and it's fouled. So James Burns. Will go to the free throw line for two for the Broncos. Obviously not going to get the assist on the play right there, but uh, really heads up play by Maximus Grimes. Broncos didn't have numbers on the fast break. Maximus hesitated just a little bit past half court, blew by his man, and was able to dump the ball down low to James. James too long on the first free throw. Now we talked about Deckard and Bernard for the Wildcats, but watch out for Kyle Wade. That man is an athlete. He's, a, he's an outstanding football player. He's a four-year varsity starter at quarterback. And uh, he's an amazing baseball player, too, shortstop and pitcher. He's going to be heading to Purdue to play baseball after this year. So uh, I can get behind that. He's one guy that we'll worry about on the baseball diamond for sure. I think we're going to get Morrell on the foul. James came over as uh, Deckard blew past Morrell. 
James came over on the help side defense, and he dumped the ball off to Bernard. I thought Morrell blocked it cleanly, mm-hmm. uh, but they're going to say that he got him on the wrist on the way up to put him at the line shooting two. And here's Bernard shooting two. And the first one switches right through the net. And the Wildcats take a three-to-one lead. Again, offensively for the Broncos, we've had three good possessions in a row. And the second one falls in as well. So four to one, Wildcats advantage here. Two minutes into the ball game. Golden's pass <laughs> almost went in. The Wildcats get it. Now Jordan gets it, still takes it the other way and flipped and fell out of bounds. Yeah. So the Broncos with the turnover on the offensive end. Yeah, great steal, great heads-up play right there by Morrell after the turnover to get the ball right back. And as he was driving to the basket, he just slipped and fell. No mm-hmm. contact, nothing you can really do about it. So here comes Bates. No, that's Tracy Deckard. Swings it out to Bernard. Bernard pulls up, right elbow. Too long. Knocked off the backboard, rebound drive. Grimes pushing it up the other way. He drives hard, jump stops, and they're going to call it travel against Grimes. So a couple turnovers on the last couple of possessions for the Broncos. Well, that's one of those plays. Maximus has been in the starting lineup pretty much all season long or one of the main guys off the bench if he doesn't start. But there's still something to be said about being a true freshman uh, in your first game at sectionals, mm-hmm. especially in the first couple of minutes. Decker shoots the three too long. It looks like a little nerves from Deckard kind of rushed that one and uh, got nothing on that one. But it was tipped out of bounds off the Broncos, so we'll stay here on this end with Kokomo. Yeah, great defense right there by Morrell. And Eckard, or Deckard just wanted to kind of rush the shot, try to get himself involved in the offense. And here's Deckard. He's got it on the left side. Now up top to Baker. Baker drives inside. Puts it up off the glass, no good. Rebound Maxis Grimes. Grimes, oh, it's like three or four rebounds already. Gets it up to Beaver, who's short on that three. But Zaire Williams hustles down the offensive rebound. Oh, bad pass right there by Zaire. Zaire tried to throw it cross-court to Morrell. Deckard with the steal and lays it up and in on the other end. So Kokomo with a 6-1 to one lead now with 443 left to go in here in the first quarter. Yeah, Broncos just need to slow down, run their offense. Right, they had three good possessions to start the game, and then they got a little got a little rush. The mm-hmm. ball wasn't going through the basket. Stay patient. Here's Burns inside, and he tried to go up and drew the foul. Well, it looks like they'll say he was, it was on the floor. Yeah, I think that's the right call. James was spinning. He was getting ready to go for the shot, but he hadn't gone up yet. Mm-hmm. So underneath the basket for the Broncos. So here's Grimes up top. Over to Morale. Now Deaver gets the open three, shoots it, and it's good! Avery Deaver with the three ball. And the Broncos get it down to two, six to four. That's what I was talking about, those first three possessions. We got great looks. We settled down. Avery wide open for three. Uh, those are going to go in more often than not. Mm-hmm. Here's Baker up top now. Swings it to Bernard. He drives inside. Lost it. Gets it off to Wade. Wade up top to Baker. Baker pulls up. Shoots the three ball. Too short. And just hit the net. And went out of bounds. 
So that's a turnover for Kokomo, or I guess a missed shot for Kokomo. And the Broncos will get it back. Good defensive possession by the Broncos. Yeah, an air ball. I mean, obviously, in the scouting report for Coach Radiker is, you know, well, let's make sure we stop those two guys. You can tell they, they didn't want to give a wide-open three, but they were okay with him taking that three. Mm-hmm. Kokomo bringing the press, but the Broncos get behind it. James Burns on the other end gets the layup to go. So Burns with three of the Broncos' six. And we are tied at six with 3.30 to go as the Broncos called for the foul on the other end. Quick first step for Anthony Bernard right there on the baseline. Blue by two Broncos. He's going to go to the line to shoot two where he's already made a couple so far tonight. Those are going to count it on the ground. That's kind of a break, I think, for the Broncos. I couldn't tell whether I guess they maybe blew the whistle on uh, some contact before, but Deckard or Bernard misses the layup. Kokomo gets the rebound, but the Broncos got uh, it away and get the ball back as it go out, goes out of bounds. I think he got overruled by the official over here by the Bronco bench. It's going to stay for Kokomo, but active hands there by Morrell underneath mm-hmm. the basket uh, amongst the trees, so to speak. Here's the Wildcats. That's Julian Wallace who just subbed into the game. Bernard inside over Burns. Too long. Rebound, James Burns. Here comes Morrell Jordan, pushing it up hard. He gets it out to Beamer. Up top, Skyer. Shoot the three. He wasn't ready to shoot Too long. That. Rebound, Hemmerich for the Wildcats. Yeah, Zaire wasn't. He was wide open. He wasn't ready to shoot it. Once you're not ready and not in rhythm, just keep the offense going. Pass the ball. Here's Kokomo Robinson with it. He drives. And it's blocked by James Burns. Beaver couldn't bring it in, so the Wildcats put it back. They get it back into um, Robinson, now outside to Julian Wallace. And Coach Robert Wanell is going to call a timeout for the Wildcats. That'll be a 30-second timeout, so we will stay here. Um, so 6-6 six to six with 2.42 to go here in the first quarter. What do you think so far, Mr. Drake? I was talking to uh, Scott Leverance, one of our assistant principals earlier today, and I worked very closely with Joe Gamble, one of our assistant coaches. And uh, I think this favors the Broncos for a lot mm-hmm. of reasons. Obviously, we're here at home. Both, both teams kind of playing a little bit frantic at times. Yeah. First quarter, uh, first game. I mean, Logan Sport and Harrison – they get to sit around and watch mm-hmm. and kind of soak it all in. A 6 o'clock tip-off, these guys haven't tipped it off this early since they were on the JV team. Mm-hmm. And so a little frantic to start it off. Uh, you know, but again, the Bronco offense, we stay patient. We've been getting good looks, and we just got to trust the process. Well, here come the Wildcats. That's Decker up top drives inside. No good on the layup. Rebound to Rob Jordan. I will say this. The officials are letting him play both ways. It's been a physical game so far. Jordan drives hard inside and was fouled inside. It's on the floor, so the Broncos will take it out of bounds. Um, on, the, on the right, or actually, they'll take it out of bounds under the basket. But, again, aggressive play right there by Morrell. Uh, again, You've got your guy backpedaling, and you go right at him. You kind of force the official to blow their whistle. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a foul on Deckard here in the first quarter. You get one in the second, couple in yeah. the third. All of a sudden, they've got to start monitoring his foul situation. Rhymes with a nice look inside the Burns. He fakes it up. And the foul 
laying it in, but they're going to call the foul on the ground. And that's Kokolo's fourth foul. They'll add up. I know that James wants to shoot free throws, but he was patient on the pump fake. Mm-hmm. They patient offensively. The fouls will add up. There's Burns on the inbound drive. Right side, kicks out to Williams. Zaire up top to Jordan. Now back to Zaire, swings it to Jordan over to Beaver on the left side. Now back to Moreau. Beaver back to Moreau. Now right side, Zaire. Kokomo's in a 2-3 zone. Broncos took a minute to figure out they were in it and are going to get James on a, on a travel right there. Burns tried to drive baseline, just took too many steps. And uh, that'll be a turnover by the Broncos. So both teams with their fair share of turnovers so far in this game. Still 6-6, nothing hurt. Just keep playing good defense. Here's the Wildcats on the other end. That's Deckard up top to Wade. Now right, left side, uh, Deckard. Now Julian Wallace inside the Wade, back to Deckard. Outside to Bernard. He drives hard, no good. Rebound James Burns. And that's what we need James to do all day is make sure he stays patient, stay out of foul trouble, and crash the defensive board. Here's Moreau on the right side. Up to Beaver now Grimes with it up top. Grimes passes right side to Morrell Jordan. Now inside to Grimes, back outside to Williams. Morrell over to Grimes, swings it out. Beaver, no good on the three. But James Burns gets the offensive rebound and a putback for two. So the Broncos have their first lead of the night. Eight to six with under a minute to go here in the first quarter. Great job on the glass right there by James. Just got to stay active and stay out of foul trouble. Strike and Decker answers right back. And the Kokomo Wildcats tie it back up at eight. Here's Morrell Jordan on the left side. Now 30 seconds to go, and it looks like Coach Radiker's telling the guys to wait for one more shot at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, quick first quarter at that. We still got 20 seconds to go, but you can see Radiker's kind of hit the brakes. Let's get the last shot right here. Mm-hmm. And taking the last shot really in this situation, there's no harm. Either you get a shot or if you miss it, you're tied. Jordan drives, no good. Rebound Bernard a little too soon. Here comes Kokomo. They heave it up at the buzzer and finish the ball. That's a play by the Wildcats. Jordan maybe jumped the gun a little too soon on the drive and had the turnover. And uh, Bernard heaved it up the court to Julian Wallace, who was open on the baseline, and he was able to shoot it up and off of the backboard and in for two points. And the Wildcats have the lead 10 to 8. And now we're through one quarter basketball. Yeah, it's kind of what I expected for the first quarter. 10-8, not us. Uh, but again, if you're going to hold the ball for the last shot, which is an okay thing to do mm-hmm. in high school, we've talked about the, the no shot clock deal. Uh, but if you're going to go up a little reckless and you're going to force something, you got to make sure you're doing it with one second yeah. on the clock. Morrell got a little impatient. There wasn't anything there. Forced the shot. Uh, into a turnover, really, never hitting the rim with four seconds to go and a great outlet pass by Bernard all the way down the court. Wallace, uh, I was, I had a perfect angle, and obviously the backboard, the backboard, you know, lights up in red, and mm-hmm. it, it, there's no question in my mind the shot was off before the buzzer. Yep, it was a good play by the Wildcats and uh, the Broncos. I think the Wildcats a little too soon. Maybe waited a little 
Uh, if he would have waited just another second, Kokomo wouldn't have been able to uh, get it off that quick. But uh, we're one quarter and ready for the second quarter. Broncos trailing 10-8 with the ball. Start the second quarter of action. Grimes left side to Jordan. Jordan up top to Grimes. Now swings it left side to Moreau. Moreau dribbles it out. Now swings it left side to Jair. Up top to Grimes. Grimes drives left side. Goes hard. Yes. And it's blocked. But they're going to say Kyle Wayne had a little contact on the block. So Maximus Grimes will go to the free throw line for two. Yeah, the Kokomo fans are behind us. We're sitting close to the Kokomo fans, the Jet fans. Uh, I think there was a pretty dynamic block by Anthony Bernard on the shot, and I think that's the reaction we heard from Kokomo. There was a clear reaching grab by Wade on the drive. Mm -hmm. uh, the fans saw the shot block, which was clean. Yeah. But the grab and the foul was on a different player, mm -hmm. which is why you hear the people yelling behind us. Wade takes the seat with two fouls for Kokomo. Maximus' uh, first free throw was good while we were kind of ironing that out, by the way. The second one rims out. So the Wildcats bring it up after Grimes goes one of two from the line. Baker up top to Hemerick now. Bernard on the left side. Swings it up to Baker. Baker hands it off to Deckard. And that's a drive, and he lost it. Yeah, and that is Bronco out of bounds, but it'll be Bronco basketball. Yeah, solid defense right there by Morrell. And, I, don't, I mean, again, I know Trajan Deckard's trying to get himself going right now. He's got the one layup that he's made. Mm -hmm. But he just dribbled himself right into James with nowhere to go. Grimes over to Jordan. Now back up top to Grimes. Grimes outside to Jordan. Gets open three. And it's good! Three ball! Jordan from downtown. And the Broncos take a 12 10 lead here a minute into the second quarter. Yeah, and once Morell sees one of those long threes goes in the basket, every time he shoots, it just keeps getting bigger. That's, yeah. his first, that's his first make of the game. He had two good looks in the first quarter to make either one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, but that one was a full, big step behind the three-point arc. Mm -hmm. And uh, a good hit right there for the Broncos to take that two-point lead here in the second. Trajan Deckard subs out for the Wildcats. And here they are. Hemerick with it up top. He swings it right side to Bernard. With Deckard out of the game, it looks like the Broncos are going full zone right now. 3-2, where the three guys are at the top and two guys underneath. They swing it right side to Bernard. Now back up top to Baker. Baker kicks it out to Hemerick. Now... In the corner to Julian Wallace. He lost it. The Wildcats get it right back. And swing it to Bernard. And good defense here, keeping the Wildcats out by the Broncos. Yeah, 3 2 zones. Hard to score on if you don't have a major post presence. And obviously, we've seen Bernard like to have the ball on the wing a little bit more. And that's a three ball from Wallace. He found an opening in the zone and hit it through. And Kokomo leads 13 to 12. Morrell on the other end. Too long. Burns almost got the putback, but just a little too strong. And Kokomo gets the rebound, heads the other way. Baker outside of Bernard, open for three. No good. Rebound Morrell Jordan. Morrell tosses it up the court to Alex Cotton, who hands it off to Avery Beaver now up top of the line. Beaver. Shoots the three, no good, rims out, rebound, Kokomo. Beavers had two go in and out. He's telling to keep shooting, he's right there. 
And the layup on the other end by Baker. Baker. Baker heating up a little bit for the Wildcats with the last five. And Kokomo has a three-point lead, 15 to 12. Here's Alex Cotton. Now passes to Beaver, back to Cotton. Cotton shoots the three, top of the key. No good. Rebound Hemorrhage. Here comes the Wildcats. They get it outside. And the drive. And now it's Shamar Robinson who lost it. Morrell takes it the other way. Beaver swings it to Cotton. No good. Grimes chases down the rebound. They'll say he was out of bounds when he tried to toss it back in. So that's a missed opportunity there by the Broncos on the fast break. Uh, frantic play offensively for the Broncos, but they're getting good looks. And it's, yeah. it's one of those things where if you're open and you're going to be a three-point shooter, you got to pull the trigger. And Alex and Avery both had some good looks, but it didn't go in. And the Broncos just not getting them to fall so far tonight. Hemorrhage shoots three, no good. Bernard gets the rebound, but Morrell strips it away. Beaver the other way. He pulls up, right elbow, too long. Rebound, Kokomo. That was one where I think he should have pulled it out. He should yeah. have that one out and slowed down. Zaire's going to come in. Bernard the other way. Lays it up and over James Bird. So another 2-4 Kokomo. He's on a 7-0 run to give them a 17-12 lead. And that's a timeout by Coach Braddock who wants to talk over something with his Broncos. Yeah, nothing hurt right now. I think offensively, uh, when you when you speed up your offense, miss or make, sometimes you put your defense in a disadvantage. Yeah. And especially on a miss. And again, like I said, it was frantic. Avery had a good look at it. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm on a cool I want to day. be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. We're back here from the Carlton Center for some sectional basketball action. What I was saying when we went to break there uh, for a second was those shots were good shots. But yeah. if you're going to play a fast-paced offense and miss a three-pointer, you're going to put your defense in a disadvantage. You can go game down really with a long rebound in transition before we can totally get set in our defense. When we've been set defensively, Kokomo's really struggled. Uh, but those last seven points for Kokomo all came off a miss by the Broncos, and we never got all the way set defensively. They were able to get to the basket. We were able to make a three-pointer. We were able to put the yep. on the board. And here comes Grimes. Hands it off to Jordan now right side to Cotton. Cotton lost it, but he was fouled. And that's a sixth foul on the Wildcats. Coach Wanell is not too happy about that. Coach Robert Wanell, in his first season at Kokomo, he, he led Indianapolis Tinley to the 1A state championship last year. So, so uh, he's got some experience in the playoffs. Cotton shoots the three left side, and it's good! Alex Cotton from the left side, the left wing, and the Broncos get it back down to two, 17-15. Emmerich swings it up top to Baker. Now 
back to Bernard, who traveled. Uh, turnover, and a little frantic on that end by Wildcats. And, and again, the Broncos will benefit from you it. Know, people listening, hearing about the talk, I said those were good shots earlier, mm-hmm. right? They were fast in the offense, but they were good looks. And Alex is in there to play defense, to not turn the ball over, mm-hmm. and to shoot three. And I'm not even sure it's in that order. It might be shoot three first. If, yeah. if you're open, you got to shoot. You're in there for instant offense. Cotton right up another one. Cotton from three, the exact same spot in the Broncos on the lead, 18 to 17. Uh, we're going to get a double dribble called here on Pokemon. Uh, I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking close enough. But, uh, you know, they're going to get the ball back to the Broncos. We're up 18-17 after a little mm-hmm. bit of confusion right there. Back. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm place on a cold I want to be day. A football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you A, get spiritual. Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Today, Today we, we decided, decided to, to walk, walk to school. school. At, At the, the corner, corner we, we waited to cross the street. The, street. the stoplight counted, counted down. 15, 14, 41, 31, I mean 13. We, we took, took a, a left, left on Carroll Garden Street. Garden and Street? Loud music, music was, was coming, coming from, from a car. car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, steps, we, we held goodbye. goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. We're back here from Jeff 92. Apologize for those little technical difficulties. I guess we lost signal for a second there. Well, sectionals, the media center is a lot more crowded than it is. Yeah. You got 15 laptops, people trying to draw Wi-Fi, people trying to use their cell phones, people trying to use the hotspot. Mm-hmm. Signals getting crossed. We're back. Minute 40 to go in the first half. We're up 20 to 19. And we have the ball. Yep. So, seven fouls. For the Wildcats, so the Broncos in the bonus. So looking to penetrate hard, maybe shoot some free throws here. 
Grimes with it up top. Swings the left side to Beaver. Beaver over to Grimes. Now back to Beaver. Had the three, but uh, didn't pull the trigger. Burns drives his clock inside. Rebound uh, by Bernard. Yeah, great patience right there by Anthony Bernard. Him and James are a good matchup for one another. Mm -hmm. Similar skill sets, similar athleticism or athletic ability. Uh, they've been fun to watch so far here in the first half. Emmerich up top to Barnard. And Baker with it. One minute to go. Now in the first half, they swing it left side to Wallace. Wallace drives hard, dumps it off to Hemerick. Almost traveled. Hemerick too strong. Rebound Maximus Grimes. A nice back box out there by Grimes. Maximus might be leading us in rebound. And Tiger Williams knocks in the three-pointer on the other end to extend the lead to 23-19 for the Broncos. Yeah, shooters got to shoot. We get all of our shooters high here. We'll see what happens. Bernard right back at him on the other end. Well, it's a one-point game with under 30 seconds to go here in the first half. Yeah, Bernard showing a little bit of his range right there. I didn't know if he was a yeah. point shooter or not, but that looks super smooth. I just said him and James, similar, uh, you know, styles of play. I think he can stretch the floor a little bit more than we can with James. Beaver gets the screen, now looks inside of James. James double team, spins, lays it up, no good. Kokomo gets the rebound, and that will be the end of the first half. We've got a close one here at the Crowley Center. The Broncos lead the Kokomo Wildcats 23-22. to We'll take a 30-second break, and we'll be right back here on Jeff 92. I'm good, but I have a story and I don't know where to start. I'm good, but I feel alone in a crowd. I'm good, but the past keeps coming back. When the service member or veteran in your life says, I'm good. Are you really listening? I'm good, but I can't get out of bed. I'm good, but I can't sleep. I'm good, but I feel overwhelmed. I'm good, but I don't feel safe. I'm good, but I still have nightmares. I'm good, but I don't need any help. I'm good, but I don't feel anything anymore. I'm good, but I can't live like this anymore. I'm really not so good, but are you ready to listen? Suicide prevention is everyone's responsibility. Listen to the veteran or service member in your life. If you are in crisis or know someone who is, call the Veterans Crisis Line and Military Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255 and press one for free 24 seven confidential support. Peekaboo, peekaboo, smile. Smile, buddy. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. <sighs> yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby, I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at autismspeaks.org signs, or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better and it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. 
I deserve a reward. After all, I found our dream house. Have a pickle. Thanks. But I found out how much the house was going to cost. Pass the jar. But I found us the perfect mortgage. But then I found out the house had radon. Ugh. The radioactive gas that's the second leading cause of lung cancer. Yeah, well, I need mm, two pickles. I found the phone number to call. 1-800-SOS-RADON. Where you can get all the information you need to test your home and fix a radon problem. Mm, no. I'd like some ice cream with this pickle. Are you trying to tell me something? Protect your family from radon. Call 1-800-SOS-RADON. 1-800-SOS-RADON. Every hiring manager knows that a company is only as good as the people it's made from. So where do you find the best people? That may surprise you. Meet the grads of life, young adults of unique determination and experience, an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. This is talent worth knowing about. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. My son had a drinking problem in college. I had... This is weird. Okay, we are back here from the Crawley Center. Broncos lead the Wildcats 23-22. to So uh, we'll take a second to thank our sponsors here on Jeff 92. This sports broadcast on Jeff 92 is made possible through generous financial help from the Jefferson High School Athletic Department with assistance from the following individuals, businesses, and organizations. Senator Ron Alting, Allura Dental, Club Newtone, the Golden Broncos, the Jeff Athletic Boosters, State Farm Group, Kirby Risk, Purdue Federal Credit Union, Franciscan Physician Network, Lafayette Orthopedic Clinic, the Mitchell Agency, Mayor Rosewarcy, Murray Team, Hot Bot Pizza, Representative Sheila Finker, the Athlete, Tillies, and Ivy Tech Community College. Jeff 92 thanks them for their support in making this broadcast possible. So we are good. 23 to 22 Broncos with a nice 13 to 6 run to close out the first half. We're trailing 17 to 10 and uh, was not looking too good for the Broncos, but started to get some of those shots to fall and uh, you know get the offense going a lot smoother and we're able to get the, get on that run to take a lead and uh, going into the second half. So you know I think we need to try to run away with this more. Um, after after the break. Well, yeah, you're right, Christian. You said it was 17 to 12, or was it 17 to 10? It was 17 to 10. So a seven-point lead for, for Kokomo, and then, you know, we scored 13 points in those last mm -hmm. few few minutes of the yep. second quarter. We outscored them 15 to 12 overall in the second quarter, mm -hmm. which only tells part of the story. Since that lead for Kokomo, we took, took time out. We came back in, uh, again, made a couple of threes, which definitely helps. I mean, you're looking at some stats here. Uh, Point-wise for the Broncos, you know, you've got Alex Cotton off the bench leading the way. We talked about his ability to come in and fill it up right away. Before mm -hmm. tip-off, before tip-off, we talked about how, you know, for us, it's really anybody's guess. Morrell scores more than the most, everybody else most of the time, yeah. but not every game. Yeah. You know, and uh, the second leading scorer, if it's not Morrell, the second leading scorer rotates between about four or five guys, it seems, from game to game. Mm -hmm. And then every once in a while, somebody outscores Morrell. And right off the bench, you see right there, Alex Cotton with those two three-pointers, six points on the game. James Burns had five points right away. He's got five points at half. He's got three rebounds. How about Maximus Grimes? We said the freshman point guard. Uh, he's got kind of a Lonzo Ballish stat line, <laughs> three points, four rebounds, and three assists. 
on the game so far for Maximus. He leads the Broncos in rebounds and assists and is third on the team in points scored so far. A couple of other guys hit a three-pointer as well. Morrell had that one three. Avery hit a three. Zaire hit a three. And so if you're looking at it for the Broncos, you're up by one. You've taken 15 three-pointers so far at a 33% clip, which isn't terrible. But if you're looking at the shots that the Broncos have missed in the locker room, you're telling the guys, hey, listen, these three-pointers that we're taking, we are a three-point shooting team. There's no way around it. But yeah. if we are what we are, what we are. We're a three-point shooting team. And, you know, you look at some of the shots that we take, and, and I'd say, you know, out of those 15 threes, I'd argue one of them was probably a bad shot. The other 14 of them were good looks. And they were good shots. They just didn't totally fall for us. And we still have that one-point lead. On, on the Kokomo side of things, you, you highlighted two guys right away. One of them was the, the big guy, senior Anthony Bernard. He leads the way for the Wildcats with nine points. Now, that said, he's two of six from the field, from inside the arc. And, uh, you know, I think for Kokomo, you want to get him going a little bit better. But, again, he's got the length of James challenging almost all of a shot. Yep. which has got to work in the Broncos' favor. Their leading scorer, Trajan Deckard, has taken five shots. He's made two of them. He's only got four points on the game. And then Jeremy Baker uh, had an air ball on a three, and then he made a three. He's mm-hmm. got five points on the game for the Wildcats. Uh, but, again, you know, as we get ready for the second half right here, Christian, I think, you know, like you said, the Wildcats, you said coming off a four-game losing streak, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's got to be some questioning on, uh, on that. But, you know, you get your first half, you got the adrenaline flowing. Yeah. The first half, both sides got a little bit of the jitters. The first half, you kind of had that back and forth. Everybody's good and settled down right now, Mm -hmm. right? And so now it comes down to just kind of execution. Who's going to be the first team to settle into their game plan here in the third quarter and kind of exert, you know, their will on this game? Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, and I mean, kind of what we talked about, really, um, both teams, really, as much as, you know, the Broncos haven't been able to get the shots falling, Kokomo hasn't gotten them to fall either. You know, on your stats, it says 8 for 23 for the Broncos, and Kokomo's 9 for 25. So both of them shooting pretty much the same percentage, and the Broncos just with a one-point advantage. So, you know, even game throughout the first half, and it was a close one, as they said, earlier in the season. So expect this one to be just as close in, uh, you know, sectional play. Yeah, to put a couple of percentages on that for you, Christian, the Broncos only from the field, 36% in the first half. Uh, oh, sorry, I had them flip-flop. Kokomo, 36% in the first half. The Broncos, 34.8% in the first half. I'd like to say that I did some complex math in my head, <laughs> but one of the local stat guys gave us a piece of paper to help us out. Yep. Uh, on a flip side also, though, the Broncos have turned the ball over five times so far. A little uncharacteristic from our mm-hmm. ball-handling perspective. Kokomo with seven turnovers. Both teams not shooting a great percentage. Both teams a little sloppy. And, you know, we're here just 40 or so seconds away from getting the second half started. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I said this to my dad on my way in, Christian. You and I have done two basketball games together so far. Both of them were Bronco victories. And both of them had some pretty wild finishes, if you remember. The finals in the the Franciscan Hoops Classic. And then just a week or two ago against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, or Indianapolis, Arsenal yeah, Tech, yeah, yeah, for the first Arsenal time. Arsenal Tech. And so, uh, you know, I, when I left the house, when I left my parents' house after dropping off my kids, uh, the first thing I said to my dad, or the last thing I said to my dad was, I, I expect this to be a barn burner in the fourth quarter. And right now it's what it's shaping up to be. We'll see if the Bronco three-point shooters 
can say something else about that. Yep. Should be good. And uh, good way to start off the sectional here at Crawley. We got, you know, six competitive teams playing in the sectional. You know, you got us and, and uh, Kokomo. Then you got Logan Sport and Zionsville playing after us. And McCutcheon and Harrison lucked out and got the bye. So six good teams. And a great way to start it out here in the sectional as Kokomo brings it up to start the second half. Broncos starting off in a 3-2 zone here in the second half. Never mind, they're going box. They're going to put Morrell right on Deckard no matter where he goes. Well, that's a jump shot. No good by Kyle Wade, and it bounces over the backboard and out of bounds. So the Broncos will take it out as we get ready to go on the offensive end. We've seen more over-the-backboard missed shots today than I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Maybe tighten the rims a little bit for sectional. <laughs> Here's Grimes over to Beaver. Beaver passes right, or yeah, left side to Morrell Jordan. Now Zaire on the right side swings to the Beaver in the corner. Beaver takes the dribble, looked at it, now swings up top to Burns, back to Beaver. Patience is good right here. Just, just keep working the offense. Find the open shot. You don't need to shoot the ball. Beaver on the right side, drives in, passes to Moreau. Moreau drives, kicks out to Grimes. Great patience right there by Maximus. Earlier in the season, I think he would have taken that three. And Moreau pulls up no good, but Maximus gets yet another rebound on the night. Doing a little bit of everything for the Broncos. The <laughs> freshman, another rebound. Here's Grimes over to Moreau. Morrell up top to Zaire over to James. James up top to Grimes. Grimes drives in, now passes to Beaver. Beaver almost lost it, but Grimes chases it down. Grimes kicks out Beaver on the right side. He looks inside to Zaire. Zaire backs down. Now swings out to Beaver, and they're going to call a foul against the Wildcats. The Broncos, they've had the ball for about a minute and a half. And I've gotten one shot up, but uh, that's productive offense. And high school basketball, you picked up a foul on Kokomo's leading scorer. They're going to have to bring Trajan Deckard out of the game right now as he picked up that foul as Zaire was posting him up. And again, it's a sign of maturity as well for the Bronco offense. Stay patient until you get a shot that you like. Mm -hmm. Here's Beaver on the right side. On the wing, now passes up top to Jordan, swings left side to Zaire, inside to Grimes. Beaver open for three, no good, but James Burns gets another offensive rebound. It's a bad beat right there for the Broncos, the side official called a travel. I think on that play, the, right there, James had uh, Kyle Wade bumping into him just a little bit, but you can't call it travel if somebody's mm -hmm. bumping into you, you're forced to either not blow the whistle or call, call yeah. a foul. Uh, you can't call travel on that when another, a guy from the other team literally just ran into your back. I don't even think Burns even took a step, though. Maybe one step with one foot, but I don't even think he stepped more than one time. So I don't know about that call, but Kokomo gets it back. Baker, no good. Rebound, Jordan. Good defensive uh, possession by the Broncos. Morrell quickly the other way and gets the layup for two on the other end so the broncos with a three-point lead 25 to 22. yeah points are going to be hard to come by here in the second half both teams this is kind of cool if you if you're kind of one of those basketball fans 
both coaches kind of pulling out their defensive bag of tricks. We've seen a box one. We've seen a 3-2 zone. We've seen a 2-3 zone. And both sides are mixing it up almost every possession down the, yeah. down the field or down the court. Jordan no good on the layup. And Kokomo gets the rebound. That's Bernard. Case in point, Kokomo played man defense right there. You never know what you're going to expect when you come down on the offensive side. And here's the Wildcats. Baker up top, swings to Bernard in the corner to Hemerick. Now inside to Kyle Wade, who puts it up. No good. Rebound, Kokomo. The putback is blocked by James Burns. Great patience by James right there. Grimes going the other way. Kicked out. Zaire open for three. No good. Too long. And rimmed out. Rebound, Kokomo. Bernard inside. Stolen by Burns. Good defense there by James Burns to get the steal. Yeah, bad pass right there by Bernard. As soon as he threw it, he knew it was a terrible idea. Here's Beaver. Now up top to Maximus. Maximus brings it to Zaire. Now over to the left side to Beaver. Beaver swings it to Morrell on the right side. Morrell drives hard left side. Jump stops and is fouled. Reach in on the floor, though, so it's not going to be a shooting foul. Uh, but again, good patience off offensively for the Broncos. Again, have this three-point lead. Uh, Zaire had a wide-open three-pointer, just couldn't get it to fall. I mean, it's mm -hmm. wide open. you got to keep shooting that ball when you're open and shooting it with confidence. Here's Grimes over to Jordan. Jordan up top to Grimes. Now left side to Beaver. Beaver up top to Jordan. Jordan swings to Beaver back to Jordan. Right side to Williams. Inside to Grimes. Now back to Jordan. Left side, Beaver looked at it. Now Jordan swings it to Williams. Inside to Burns. Jump stops, puts it up. No good on the layup, but chases the own rebound. Great hustle for James after the fact that he missed his shot. We're going to get a timeout by Coach Radiker. But again, James Burns, we said it in the first half, make sure you're crashing the board. Be active on the rebounds on both sides of the court. And James puts a shot up. So when you're the first one to shoot, when you shoot the ball, usually you're the first one to know if it's a bad shot, yeah. right? So as soon as he let go of it, he knew it was a bad shot and he followed it and was able to get the offensive rebound. What a great second effort right there by James Burns. Mm -hmm. Keeps the ball alive. Obviously, neither team scoring really so far. It's 23-22 at halftime, and it's 25-22. Kokomo hasn't scored. No. Here in the, but, but we've only scored one basket, two-pointer. Two so Morrell's layup was all we got so far. Uh, but again, it's really neat to see Kokomo on defense right now. I'm not sure they've played the same defense two times in a row. Mm-hmm. Really, only two points for the Broncos, but really only like two or three possessions in the second half. Grimes over to Beaver on the right side. Now up top to Jordan inside to Burns. Burns backs down, puts it up, and draws a foul. So James Burns will head to the free throw line for two. I know uh, Bernard doesn't like the foul call. His coach is saying his hands were straight up. His hands were straight up. Uh, but he got him with his leg. As James spun to his right shoulder, you could see their legs get tangled up underneath. Even if it's unintentional and your hands are straight up in the air, if your legs get caught up with each other, they're going to call foul every time. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, James, no good on the first free throw. I believe James won from three from the free throw line right now, so it's still only a one-possession game with this three-point lead. 
Jones makes the second one. So now a two-possession lead, 26-22 to 22 for the Broncos. Broncos still in that 3-2 zone. Three guys up at the top of the key. Zaire and James are the down guys. Up top to Baker. He trips inside. Fell down. Looks like his leg may have given out on him or something. That's one of those ones you don't like to see. Now, this is tricky. You don't want to see anybody get hurt in sectional. Uh, but the official, the problem, the problem is when he hurt his knee or rolled his ankle, non-contact, he fell down. Mm-hmm. Kokomo called timeout. They didn't have the ball. Uh, I, yeah. I, I know it's high school, but it's sectionals. And if you mm-hmm. lose, you're done. And it's 26-22. <laughs> and Kokomo catches a break right there because they did not have possession of that no. basketball. Uh, you know, a- after uh, Baker, you know, he's walking it off right now. But whenever you see somebody fall down like that, untouched, it's concerning. Uh, but it, it, he's walking around. And we'll see what, We'll see if he gets back in. Uh, but Kokomo gets a little bit of a break right there. They did not have possession. It was a clear mm-hmm. – he, he, he let go of the ball when he fell down. And nobody had was touching the ball when Kokomo called timeout. Well, that's a turnover for the Wildcats. Here comes Laurel Jordan and gets the layup to go on the other end. Laurel Jordan with the two. So that's the 28 to 22 Broncos lead. So the Broncos outscoring Kokomo five to zero here so far in the second half. Yeah, so far we're over halfway through the second half. 2:30 to go <laughs> in the third quarter. Sorry, third quarter. Here's Deckard up top. He looks at the three, now passes off to Bernard, who misses the three, rebounds Zaire Williams, and Kokomo still scoreless in the second half. Here's Morrell, shoots the three, top the key. No good, just a bit short. Rebound by the Wildcats. Uh, Morrell rushed that one. That was our first bad possession of offense here in the second half, and as soon as he shot it, I think he kind of was like, ah, mm-hmm. I was too far out. That was a bad idea. Good news for Kokomo. Jeremy Baker getting ready to check back into the game after that injury a few minutes ago. Broncos still going in the 3-2 zone. And here's Bernard now back to Deckard. Deckard swings it. Now left side Hemmerich. He swings it up top to Deckard. Deckard drives, jump stops, and it's swatted by James Burns, but they're going to call the foul, probably against, it will be against Savory Beaver, as he uh, gave a little contact from the side against Deckard, so Trajan Deckard will go to the free throw line. Deckard only two. has, sorry to interrupt, he only has two points on the game so far. You hate to see the reach in right there, when you've got a shot blocker and your guy is 5'10", and he goes around you, mm-hmm. and you've got a shot blocker down low who's not in foul trouble, the last thing you want to do is reach yeah. in. Is reach in. Uh, just trust James to not foul, right, and either block the shot or alter the shot, and then you go in and crash the boards for the rebound. Mm-hmm. Deckard makes one of two, but Kokomo gets the rebound. Wallace lost it. But they get it back. Here's Bernard drives, lays it up, and in. So a three-point possession by Kopo, and it is a three-point game, 28-25. to 25. Another new defense, full-court press. Broncos beat it, though. First time we've seen that tonight defensively for Kopo. 
Williams racing up and in for the Broncos. Tiger Williams with a nice finish. And it's a five-point game, 30 to 25, a minute to go here in the third. Deckard on the other end, hits for three. And it is a two-point game, 30 to 28. Here comes Beaver. Beaver kicks out to Grimes. Grimes over to Jordan. That three by Deckard was in James' face. He was a half a step away from blocking mm -hmm. that shot. Grimes with it. Broncos holding on to a two-point lead. And it looks like they're probably going to wait for one last shot to end the quarter. If the Broncos are going to do this, they need to be patient this time and wait until Kokomo is not going to be able to have a chance. Yeah, first quarter gave up that layup at the buzzer. Jordan drives, lays it up, and it's fouled. So good decision, good timing there by Morrell. 6.5 seconds to go. Morrell drives, gets the foul. A little bit risky because there's still six seconds left. If that, that foul wasn't called. Coach was taking it the other way, but Morrell Jordan goes to the free throw line, 4-2 for the Broncos. Man, too long on the first one for Morrell. So 30 to 28, Broncos, 6.5 seconds to go. Avery Beaver subs out Alex Cotton into the game for the Broncos. Yeah, regardless if you make or miss this, get yourselves organized. Don't foul a shooter, but don't give him a layup. And Morrell Jordan hits the free throw. Here comes Kokomo. Deckard shoots it up. And it's a, a little bit long. Dyer Williams calls in the rebound. The buzzer sounds. We're through three quarters of action here from the Crawley Center. And we are in store for a great fourth quarter here from the Crawley Center. Game one of sectional seven here from Jeff High School. You know, Deckard right there, or sorry, yeah, Deckard, he had a, he had a little more time than he thought. He pulled, yeah. up, he pulled up really just from a half a step inside, outside of the white at the middle mm -hmm. of the court. He could have taken realistically two extra dribbles yeah. and, got, and gotten all the way to the three-point arc if he really wanted to. Broncos maybe with a little bit of a break right there. But, Christian, we mentioned it at tip-off. Mm -hmm. You and I on a broadcast, yeah. and we've got ourselves a three-point game uh, with eight minutes to go. You can't ask for much more than that. We're in store for another good fourth quarter. Broncos leading 31-28. to 28. And it's going to be a good one here from the Crawley Center. And uh, just the way you want to start sectional basketball. Ugly third quarter right there. The Broncos won the third quarter 8-6. to six. <laughs> uh, In the third quarter, Kokomo shot 25%. They were it took two, Kokomo about five and a half minutes to even get on the board. Right. Two for eight. Two for eight from the field for Kokomo in the third quarter. Uh, but only three of nine from the field for the Broncos mm -hmm. in the third quarter. So, uh, you know, if you're, if you're Jeff right now and you're looking at a couple of things, you know, you got a three-point lead, a lot of basketball left. Mm -hmm. uh, but the one thing that's really sticking out to me right now that's concerning, we're four of eight from the free throw line. Yeah. We're getting Kokomo to foul us more than we're fouling them, but we've only made 50% of our free throws. Mm -hmm. And that gets a little dicey down a stretch is if you're Kokomo and you're going to foul, who's going to score your free throw? Morrell Jordan with the layup up the ninth. Dime from Maximus Grimes, who found him on the backdoor cut. 
And the Broncos with a two-possession lead, 33-28. to 28. They get it on the wing. They're on the baseline to Wallace. Now Baker up top. Baker drives, jumps out, plays it up too long, rebounds Zaire Williams. Yeah, that couldn't have been the shot that Kokomo wanted right there. A little out of control. Broncos on the other end. Cotton swings it up. Now Grimes with it up top. He swings it left side to Burns. Burns drives, jump stops. And they're going to call a foul against the Wildcats. That's already their fifth foul of the second half. So just a couple more. And uh, like you just said, free throws are going to be a factor here in the fourth quarter with Kokomo with five fouls. And, you know, if they're trailing by a couple possessions, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be looking to foul eventually. Patient offense right here for the Broncos, right? Set it up. You're up five points with seven minutes to go, right? Rhymes locks it up. And Jordan throws it down. Goodness! Maximus Grimes from the left side. From way beyond the three-point line. Saw Morrell on the backdoor cut. Morrell took the leap. Maximus Grimes threw it right where it needed to be. <laughs> uh, Sports Center in the morning? Yeah, you would think <laughs> so. If they've got that on tape. Uh, you know, my friends like to joke around that I'm never at a loss for words. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what to say right there. You kind of set it up right there. I, I've not seen an alley-oop like that in high school basketball, I think, since Peyton Stovall and Dustin Keller <laughs> played here at Jeff. And I, they were throwing alley-oops from half court. I've, uh, that seen, was I've seen that exact same play a couple times this year, different times. I think uh, there was one of them. I can't remember which exact game, but I know there's at least two other times they've run that play. And it's been the same exact thing or in, in the really the same exact location where Maximus kind of dribbles it out um, left side and they just they just catch the defense sleeping. Morrell just hits that backdoor cut and he just goes straight up the baseline. Morrell, Maximus sees him, throws it up, and Morrell just throws down the hammer. It's, so, only, uh, it's only a seven-point game, right? So that put us up by seven. But that kind of felt like a knockout blow. Yeah. Uh, Kokomo called timeout almost immediately uh, instead of going back down to play offense. So let's see what they do offensively here. The game's far from over, but that's one of those emotional plays on both sides. Mm -hmm. So here are the Wildcats. Baker up top. And they got Grimes right there on the reach in. He was playing. I actually like the defense. It's the right call. It's the right call. It's the right call. Uh, he fouled Anthony Bernard. He's playing him physical, uh, chasing him around the around the court. And Bernard inside the Baker, tipped away by Jordan Deckard, gets it, floats it up, and gets the roll. So Trajan Deckard with the two. And it's a five-point game with 6.20 to go here in the ballgame. Another full-court press right there, beaten again by the Broncos. We got the ball back to our side of the court. Here's Maximus on the left side. Maximus just beyond half court, guarded by Kyle Wade. Maximus kicks out left side corner. Alex Cotton hits the three. Alex Cotton with the three ball from the left corner. And it's an eight-point game, 38-30. to 30. That's a great shot right there by Alex. 
Here's Baker on the other end. No good. Rims out. Rebound, Jordan. Here comes Alex. Alex drives hard. Lays it up. Gets it to go. Oh, they're going to call the charge on Alex. That's probably the right call right there. Yeah. Uh, in high school. That was a nice play. I think. Was it? Was who was it from Kokomo? I think it was Baker. Jamar. Baker was, was okay. Baker. Him out. It was Jeremy Baker who stood still. He was completely set. There Took is the charge. Good call. Um, hate to see it go against the Broncos, and that was because that was a good defensive play by Jordan and Cotton. But uh, that was a good call and a good job by Baker getting set to take the charge. One of the toughest things to do with basketball is to get set and take that charge. But Kokomo loses it on the other end, and it goes out of bounds. So Bronco basketball, 38-30 to 30 is the lead with 5.22 to go here in the ballgame. You feel the intensity all of a sudden really starting to get ratcheted up here with mm-hmm. five minutes to go. Broncos with an eight-point lead. We need to stay patient offensively. And let Kokomo be the one, you yep. know, kind of playing a, a little bit frantic. There you go, Morell with a deep breath, with the ball on his hip. Morell with it on the left side. Under five to go now. Morell drives, tosses it out to Maximus. Kokomo setting up the trap. Eight-point lead for the Broncos, so no rush. Well, they couldn't set up the trap right there because Alex is standing on a wing. Rhymes drives, draws the foul. That's what we talked about. I think the Broncos are going to be shooting some free throws down the stretch. And uh, it's going to be a matter of executing, making those free throws. Broncos are up eight with 4.44 to go. Uh, and again, they wanted a trap right there. And Radiker, Coach Radiker put Alex Cotton right on the wing in his favorite spot, just standing there with his hands ready for when the trap came. And it froze the Kokomo defense right there. They yeah. weren't able to do what they really wanted to. Five seconds. Almost five seconds, but Coach Radiker calls the timeout to escape from the trouble. 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here. 4.44 to go here in the ballgame. So uh, we'll take a second to thank our sponsors here on Jeff 92. So this sports broadcast on Jeff 92 is made possible through generous financial help from the Jefferson High School Athletic Department with assistance from the following individuals, businesses, and organizations. Senator Ron Alting, Allura Dental, Club Newtone, the Golden Broncos, the Jeff Athletic Boosters, State Farm Group, Kirby Risk, Purdue Federal Credit Union, Franciscan Physical Network, Boston Orthopedic Clinic, the Mitchell Agency, Mayor Rosorski Murray Team, Hot Bots, Box Pizza, Representative Sheila Finker, the Athlete, Tillies, and Ivy Tech Community College. Jeff 92 thanks them for their support. Thanks, Kathy. Appreciate that. 38-30, to go. Broncos with an eight-point lead and the ball, Christian. Tuesday night basketball, here we go. And here's Maximus Lines up top. He drives hard. He went to dump it off, but they called a foul on the ground, and that is Kokomo's seventh foul. So time to shoot some free throws for the Broncos. They will be shooting every foul rest of the game. So obviously, you know, you got two things right here. The Broncos have got to make their free throws. Yeah. Four of eight on the game. Uh, but on the flip side, the thing is, Kokomo's been playing some pretty good defense, but haven't making any shots on the offensive side. Yep. And Maximus hits the first one, so 39-30 to 30 Broncos. And the second one is good as well. 
So 40 to 30, the first double-digit lead for either team in the night with 4.30 to go here in the ball game. And uh, you can kind of tell the Broncos have kind of sucked the energy out of the Wildcats. Yeah, the Broncos have got to stay disciplined on defense. Kokomo doesn't have a lot of time to play around on offense, but they also need to get an open shot. I think their coach realized it as soon as we started talking about it. Coach Wano for the Wildcats. Timeout right away. Kind of, I think he's thinking the same thing we were thinking yep. right there. This is okay. Listen, we got four minutes. We're down ten, and we got to figure out a way to to beat this three-two zone by the Broncos, which has really worked wonders tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when they boxed it off and had Morrell chase around Deckard. Deckard right now, I mean, he's only got eight points on the yeah. game, and uh, you know Bernard's had a nice game, but they've kept everybody else relatively mm-hmm. quiet throughout the night. Yeah, it's been. Been a rough night on the offensive end for the Wildcats, especially in the second half. Only eight points in the second half for Kokomo. Jeff with 17. There was 20 to 23 to 22 Broncos at the halftime, and now it's 40 to 30. So 4:15 to go. Broncos need to just keep it going, kind of settle things down on the offensive end, and kind of just try to run some clock and wait for Kokomo to bring that foul. And then just make your free throws. It's, mm-hmm. it's really the recipe pretty straightforward. Uh, you know, in sectional play, kind of like the NCAA tournament, it's one and done. You mm-hmm. lose and you're out. And for Kokomo, do you try to extend the game? If James gets the ball, do you foul him and hope yep. he misses? So those are things that they got to talk about in their huddle. First things first, they need to make a shot. So here come the Wildcats. Wallace swings it to Baker. Baker. Drives in, now kicks out to Wallace. Wallace drives, now backs it out. Good defense by Morrell to stay in front of him. Now Baker with it. Over to Wallace, shoots the open three too long, but Bernard brings in the rebound. He backs down inside. Maximus went flying, but no foul card. Bernard misses it, gets his own rebound. Misses the putback again, gets another rebound. And it's fouled this time, so Bernard will go to the free throw line. Foul is on Burns, only his first foul. The fourth foul so far on the Broncos. So 3.46 to go, and Anthony Bernard is heading to the free throw line for 2 I'm okay with this. I thought that uh, he should have been called for a charge, first of all, against mm-hmm. Grimes. But he wasn't. And if James has made his way this far into the game with only one foul, with 3.46 to go and a nine-point lead, maybe an eight-point lead if he makes this free throw, uh, you know, you tell James, no and ones. If they're going to yep. make their way all the way to the basket, let's make them make two free throws. Let's not foul them and give them the and one. Uh, make sure that they we get our money's worth and they got to yep. make both free throws. Kind of that uh, Detroit Pistons, the old uh, bad boys philosophy, no layups. But Bernard makes both free throws to an eight-point game with 3.30 to go here in the ball game. Broncos with the ball, 40-32 to 32 is the lead. Morrell with it on the left side. Now up top to Zaire, right side. Grimes lobs it up, and Morrell makes the catch. Jump stops in, gets the easy two on the lay-in. So a 10-point lead, 42-32. Just like that, Morrell has 14 points on the game. Here's Bernard. He passes off to Hemerick. Right side to Baker. Baker drives. Took a couple steps in. Now backs it out. Deckard got it. And they're going to call a push That's against okay. Avery Beaver. 
That's okay. Kokomo gets to take the ball out of bounds and they get, get Beaver off of him. I don't think Babe Beaver was supposed to be on Deckard in the first place. Uh, and now you get him off of him, and there's still one more foul before Kokomo's in the bonus. Yeah. Kokomo can't be too picky. I thought they passed up a couple of pretty good looks. And when you're down 10 with 250 to go, a pretty good look has mm -hmm. got to be a good enough look. The shot was no good. Kokomo gets the rebound in. James Burns with the good defense inside to make him miss the shot. But Kokomo, or the Broncos, could not bring in the rebound. It'll stay here with Kokomo. Nice and trip right lost there. It. Here come the Broncos. Morrell Jordan will slowly bring it up the other way. Morrell with a steal right there on the inbound play. Here's Grimes on the other end. He drives hard, lays it up. It's fouled. And on. on a continuation. So it's Ian one for Maximus Grimes. So a 12-point lead now for the Broncos, 44-32. And Maximus Grimes has the free throw line for the chance to make it a three-point play. I know 227 is a lot of time left on the clock. But right now, unless Kokomo does a 180 offensively, Right now, I mean, it looks really good for the Broncos. Just mm -hmm. maintain your composure. Morrell almost had another steal right there. And, again, defensively, stay disciplined. Mm -hmm. Make Kokomo make a couple of tough shots. And if you're Kokomo, you're not going to get wide open. If it's yeah. good enough, it's going to have to be where you shoot the ball. And here are the Wildcats. Baker drives now, hands it off to Deckard. Deckard swings it left side. Baker wide open for three. No good. Rebound Broncos. Maximus Grimes brings it in. Another rebound for Maximus, by the way, as well. Morrell. That was a wide open three for Kokomo. is just a little too strong. Morrell tosses it over to Maximus. He tried to get it to Zaire, but it's off the foot of one of the Kokomo players, so that'll be a kickball violation and will be taken out of bounds by the Broncos. 12-point lead right now, minute 56 to go. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Christian, I, I think we're getting to that point where we can start saying, you know, all right, really, where it's at Friday night, right? That's yeah. when sectionals get real fun. You know, these are almost like the play-in game mm -hmm. as James makes another bucket at, right at the rim. Deckard drives it off and hands it off to uh, Baker for the lay-in. It's a 12-point game, 46-34, with a minute and a half to go. Beaver on the other end looked at it, and now passes out to Grimes, who swings it in the left side to Jordan. Across the court, Beaver shoots the three. No good, too long. Rebound on the floor. Kokomo comes up with it. Baker with it, drives, and he is fouled. Kokomo wants the goaltend call, but they called the foul before. They called the foul before the goal turned anyway, so Baker will go to the free throw line for two. Beaver didn't need to take the three right there. I think it's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. it, it, put the, it put the Broncos in a tough spot, and uh, that's the last foul the Broncos can give before Kokomo shoots free throws. But if Beaver doesn't take that shot, you force Kokomo to eventually foul. Mm -hmm. Well, here's Baker. Now hands it off to Bernard, who lost it. Wallace gets it, lays it up and in, and gets the foul. Looks like probably it was against James Burns. 
I think that's where they're going to get him, yeah. It was James Burns, only his second foul of the night. See, here's where it gets a little dicey. We talked about not giving him the N1. If Wallace makes this, it's a nine-point game. That's where things can get kind of goofy. And he does hit it. So 46-37. Game's not quite over with a minute and just a couple seconds of change to go. Now right on a minute to go here in the ball game. Grimes over to Williams. Williams out to Beaver. Back up top to Grimes. Grimes is fouled by Baker, so Maximus Grimes will head to the free throw line for one and one. And, you know, that's what Kokomo needed to do right there. You need a little bit of help, right? You need Maximus to miss the front end, and you need to hit a three, right? And then you need to foul again. But it was to that point of the game, the Broncos make the free throws. We play McCutcheon on Friday night. Yep. Simple. It's simple. You're up nine with 52 seconds to go. You make your free throws, you get exactly what you wanted. But we missed. So now we have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. So Grimes misses the front end of the one and one, so doesn't get the second one. But James Burns comes up with the block on the other end. Jordan up to Beaver with the layup. And looks like the icing on the cake for the Broncos. 48 to 37. 35 seconds to go. Baker pulls up. Hits it no good on the three. Hemmerich the rebound and the putback to make it a, a single-digit game, 48-39. Hemmerich fouls Maximus Grimes, so Maximus Grimes goes to the line again for two, or I'm sorry, that is the 10th foul on the yeah, Broncos, so bonus. will Fair be two for Maximus Grimes. Well, Maximus, a little redemption there after they missed that front end of the one-on-one. We just talked about it. That's uh, that's where things can get a little dicey, right? Yeah. Uh, and we got lucky that they turned the ball over. Max Smith, of course, hit that free throw uh, as the Broncos now with a back to 10, right? Mm-hmm. With 25.6 to go, 10-point lead. Uh, that was probably Kokomo's shot right there. And hits both of them this time. Maximus Grimes, so an 11-point lead. And looks like Maximus' night is done. But a good night for Maximus. Really did it all for the Broncos. Rebounded the ball well. Had some nice passes. Was able to score efficiently. And uh, subs out. And Dex, or Barnard airballs the three. Broncos with the rebound. They'll hold it out for a victory in round one of sectionals. Just a couple more seconds. And the buzzer goes off, and the Broncos get the victory in round one of sectionals. Get some revenge because last year, forgot to mention this, but Kokomo beat us 56 to 51 here in sectionals. So that's a little revenge for the Broncos. Um, you know, coming in last year, beating you in the sectionals in your house. I don't think the Broncos are going to let that happen again. I do appreciate you bringing that up after the fact. I think that was probably the best. Yeah. I was going to mention it earlier. Didn't get didn't get quite time to, but uh, um, good win for the Broncos. And, you know, there were some times there, you know, beginning of the game where kind of struggled to get the shot going at first. You know, got down 17 to 10. And then, you know, finally things started getting going. The Broncos you got to give it to Coach Radiker and the team. They had a great approach coming into the second half. You could tell Kokomo kind of played better when the, when the tempo was going. So what did the Broncos do? They slowed down the tempo entirely. You know, they had that one possession where they had the ball for like two or three minutes. And, you know, the Broncos were able to 
Um, you know, get the Wildcats off their game, play great defense. Anytime you hold a team at 39 points in a game, that's a great defensive effort. And you got to give it to the Broncos for, you know, Deckard. What, how many points did Deckard finish with? Well, I was actually just looking at stats, Christian. Deckard finished with 10 points, well below a season average. Mm -hmm. Four of nine from the field. Part of the problem was that he could just never get going. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, a scorer is going to score 10, but he, he never got a good look. He never mm -hmm. got into a rhythm. His 10 points were mostly mostly at the rim yeah. and kind of in chaos. They were never really spot-up shots. They were never jump shots, mm -hmm. never threes. He hit, let's see, he hit one three on the game, but he was only able to even take three of them. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't like he was one of seven. Mm -hmm. He didn't have the opportunity to jack up any no. threes. And on the, I mean, at the same time, Kokomo shot 31% from the field on the game and you know part of that has got to be kind of that hats off to the bronco defense i thought that three two zone really played well forcing, yeah. forcing kokomo into 11 turnovers a poor shooting percentage and the second half really was all broncos mm -hmm. there so, it was you know 19 11 was the score in the fourth quarter when the broncos pulled away for the decisive win mm -hmm. that 11 point win they got you know, that eight-point difference there in the fourth. Leading the way for the Broncos, by the way, Morell Jordan had 14 points. Uh, he had five rebounds, three assists. I mentioned Maximus earlier, kind of having one of those stat lines where it just looks good all the way across the board. Mm -hmm. Maximus, with those free throws, ended up being tied for second in points. Maximus had nine. Alex Cotton had nine. But Alex, uh, not sorry, not Alex, Maximus also led the team in rebounds with seven. And he led the team in assists with seven. So Maximus Grimes, I know it's not a triple-double, but in high school basketball and as a freshman in your first sectional game to go nine, seven, and seven, yeah. that's, that's really good. That's yeah. really darn impressive. Good game there by Grimes to lead the way for the Broncos and both the teams hustling out, ready to go, getting ready to go for game two. And uh, we see Isaiah Thompson there. The one to watch for uh, Zionsville. And uh, maybe the Broncos can see him on Saturday. But first, we got to worry about Friday as the Broncos will face crosstown rival McCutcheon Maverick. Yeah, and I think that's what everybody was kind of rooting for. Obviously, in high school in Indiana, it's a drawing. It's not a seeding, mm -hmm. right? If it was a seeding, Zionsville wouldn't be playing tonight. They'd no. be playing on Friday with the bye, mm -hmm. like McCutcheon. Uh, the Broncos early in the season win the Franciscan Hoops Classic. Obviously, Finistee and company from McCutcheon don't even make the final. Mm -hmm. But as the season wears on, McCutcheon wins the regular season conference. Yep. So you've got here, you know, kind of the two regular season goals. Mm -hmm. To win the Franciscan Hoops, to win conference. Jeff and McCutcheon split them. Mm -hmm. And uh, Friday night... <clears throat> You've got, the, the, you know, not even Crosstown, same side town rival, yep. just down the street essentially. And when the, when the drawing came out, when the brackets came out, uh, you know, I was talking to some of the players at schools, I'm sure you were as well, and by and large, none of them were looking past Kokomo and knowing that the game in Kokomo was really close. Uh, yep. but, but everybody kind of got a little smile on their face at the idea, at the possibility of Friday night the first game being Jeff McCutcheon kind of to go to that sectional final. A lot of people expect Zionsville to be in the final. Uh, yep. uh, who cares about that right now? 
Yeah. Because Friday night, 6 o'clock, right? Yep. Uh, 6 o'clock. Here's another thing to add to the stakes on Friday, too. Robert Finnessy could be his last game, so you know Finnessy's going to be fired up. He doesn't want his career to be over Friday night. So uh, that's some extra stakes to add it for you. And uh, I would argue, argue our seniors are going to say the same thing, though, right? Our seniors are going to be saying the same that's thing. That's true. But as good as, as, as good of a career Finnessy has been, I think Finnessy would not want to see his last game be a loss to his crosstown rivals, especially the tension between McCutcheon and Jeff. So, you know, he's going to have that extra intensity. But the Broncos did a good job stopping him. Um, last time they played him earlier in the season. So it should be interesting. Should be a fun game to watch. But uh, let's let's uh, celebrate tonight's win a little bit. And uh, then, you know, we'll focus on McCutcheon as we get ready the rest of the week. Absolutely. Friday can't get here fast enough now. Right, it's time to go. Yep. So thanks. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, tonight. Thanks for coming on, Mr. Graves. Always a pleasure. Cassie, thanks for coming on. And... Uh, once again, final score here from the Crawley Center. The Broncos defeat the Kokomo Wildcats 50-39. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And good night here on Jeff 92. In 1972, it started out as some crazy commercial-free idea. And now here we are 46 years later in 2018. And still no word from our sponsor. From the halls of Jefferson High School, this is Jeff 92, WJEF in Lafayette.